This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. That this month you will hear very much and very well. I am sure those who were here for workers' meeting would have heard quite a lot of it as well. And the word is called harvest. That word, harvest. Hallelujah. The prayer this morning was on harvest. The workers' meeting, harvest. And I'm going to be talking about the Lord of harvest. Hallelujah. So when mommy was talking about harvest this morning, I was standing there. I, was, I had to open my notes to be sure that we don't have the same notes that as she was progressing. And then, thank God, she now said time. Her time was up because I saw her going deeper and deeper into my notes. Hallelujah. But that just tells me that the spirit is one. And that we serve an awesome God. Shall we read from Matthew chapter 9 verse 35 to 38 please. Matthew chapter 9. Matthew 9. Looks like we... We have a bit of problem over there. Okay, it's up there. So he got into verse 35, 9.35. Yeah. Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Let's go on. We're going right to 38. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered, like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Hallelujah. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest. On Friday, I spoke briefly about this word, that I, 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 you know, the, the topic we're going to look at. You know, and I said when I was reading this passage, for some reason, that word, the Lord of the harvest jumped at me. And I was wondering, the Lord of the harvest. And I started to ask questions, the Lord of the harvest. What is this Lord of the harvest? What does it mean? I don't want to take us into harvest again because those who were around this morning, mommy took us quite into, and many people gave definition of what harvest is. Is there anyone here who doesn't know what a harvest is? Maybe our children who believe that you buy orange in Asda. Anyone here? But we harvest them. Hallelujah. So since we all know what harvest is, I'll just move ahead. So the Lord of harvest to me, what I got, means that God needs to be, a, to, be, to be put in his place when it comes to our life. 
That's what, what, what it meant to me. That God, the Lord, needs to be put in his place when it comes to our life. And I was looking at my own life. Where, do I, where, where have I placed God? In everything that I do, where have I placed him? The Lord of harvest. The symbolic meaning of harvest in the scriptures encompasses two main areas. One, God's provision for us. And God's blessings for others. His provision for you and I. The blessings to others. He blesses you. He blesses me. He provides for you. Supernatural supply. Endless one. Each day you go to work. You earn. It's an experience of harvest. The Lord bless you with children. It's an experience of harvest. That's what it meant to me. The love, when you receive love from someone, is an experience of harvest. You have a husband, you have a wife, is an experience of harvest. That you are alive, you are enjoying long life and good health, is an experience of harvest. Experience of harvest. So harvest is not just something we experience once or just for that moment. If you have experienced harvest before, you know that when you bring in your harvest, you don't only bring in one bag, isn't it? You sow maybe from just one jar and you find out you come with a bag. You can't finish, you can't cook that whole bag of grain and eat it that one moment. It doesn't finish. So when God gives harvest, he gives harvest that will last. He gives it that it will last. So harvest is not just for, for, for just that moment. For harvest to happen, there must be two parties involved. And for this harvest that we are talking about, that God has promised us, two, pe- two parties have to be involved. One is God. And the other, par- the other party is you, man. One is God, one is man. Man does the harvest. It is God that determines the harvest. Those are the two parties involved. You, man, your responsibility is to do the harvest. Your responsibility is to do all the sowing and the harvest, isn't it? But God determines the harvest. While looking at it, I looked at a few laws, you know, five laws of harvest as they are there. Number one, that the seed plus time equals harvest. Seed plus time equals harvest. Genesis 8.22. Genesis 8.22, might not read. That kind produces its kind. You cannot go and sow corn and expect that you will reap yams. Corn will only produce corn. Yam will produce yam. So kind will produce its kind. Genesis chapter 1, verse 11. Number three, number three law is that we reap what we sow. You reap what you sow. Hallelujah. So, almost similar to kind, isn't it? Except that a lot of times some of us want to reap that which we did not sow. Or sometimes we don't want to even reap. What we have sown. 
You know, it's very easy, isn't it? You go, you saw something. When we saw wickedness, do we like to reap it? So that's the kind of harvest that we don't, we don't really like. <laughs> Hallelujah. Number four, we reap more than we saw by God's grace. Luke chapter 6 verse 38, we reap more than we saw by God's grace. Number five, you cannot postpone harvest. Harvest has its time. When the fruit is ripe, if you don't reap it, if you don't harvest it, what's going to happen? It will spoil. So, five laws of harvest. So, that then takes me to the Lord of harvest. Why then, or how is he the Lord of harvest? Why then? Then number one thing there I have that he is the Lord of harvest because he made harvest a season of joy. You know, this morning when we're talking about harvest, you know, and we're talking of you can harvest souls, you can harvest crops, you can harvest skills and other things. I now discover you can harvest joy. You know, it's one of the things that you can harvest. And, and he made harvest, you know, he made it a season of joy. And that's why, like mommy was saying, that in, 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 I'm sure they still do it in those churches. When they have a specific Sunday that is kept aside as harvest thanksgiving. Then people come into the church with all their, their crops, their grains. You see, just when you come to the altar, you see... Different things, different things that people come with. And it's a day of joy because people come to celebrate what? Harvest. In some parts of the world and in some traditions, there are certain crops that you don't even touch until a particular ceremony is done, isn't it? We have things like the New Year Festival. It is because it's a thing of joy. You come to celebrate. So he made celebration. He made harvest a season of joy. The way you are harvesting is the time that you should be joyous. And you don't have to, you know, harvest, harvest cuts across both sides, bad and good. Which I've said earlier, it cuts across bad and good. You don't have to play a dirty game to, to get increase. You don't. You don't have to play a dirty game. The Lord of harvest is faithful. He's the one that will cause the increase. He's the one that rewards. You don't need to. You don't need to play any dirty game. He gives the harvest. He, he gives the increase. Second Corinthians 9.10. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 10 says to us that he's the one that gives the seed to the sower. He gives what? He multiplies it. When he gives it, he multiplies it. All you need to do, do your part, and he will do his own. Stay focused on him, and he will do his own. I pray, somebody's harvest, you will have it in joy. In the name of Jesus. That when you are harvesting, and you begin to rejoice, you will invite us to celebrate your harvest. In the mighty name of Jesus. Number two, harvest is divine. Harvest is divine. Jeremiah chapter 5 verse 24. It is only God who has the power to control your harvest. Man does not have the power. 
The Bible says God in that Jeremiah 5.24 says, They do not say in their heart, Let us now fear the Lord our God who gives rain, both the former and the latter in its season. He reserves for us the appointed weeks of the harvest. He reserves a particular, he can hold it. And in their own case, when you read the, the, the entire chapter, you find out that rain was held for some time so that they will now come back to him and be focused on him because they didn't think it was necessary. You know, let us now fear. They didn't think in their hearts to say, let's fear the Lord. So he now said, okay, what we're going to do, I will hold the rain. And if, if, you, if you know how farming goes, if the rain stops for after, you know, early, it affects your harvest. As a matter of fact, some crops like rice, just three more rains and you, for you to start harvest, you see the grains and you see everything. You'll be surprised you go there, you harvest nothing. And you're just looking, it, the thing has gone through, the, the crop has gone through the entire period. And, then, and it's not any serious heavy rain, just a bit of shower. And that's all that it needs. And in their own case, he held back. So he reserves it. Harvest is divine. Harvest is divine. He wanted the people to focus on him when the harvest comes. Our harvest has come. Our harvest has come. Because for God to say this is our month of harvest, it means our harvest has come. But I don't know how many of us are focused on him for this harvest. Because that is what he is saying. That the harvest has come. All I want for you to do is just focus on me. Look up to me for this harvest. You know, before he says something, he places the thing in, in, there for you. Before he makes a promise, that thing is there. Before God provides, before he says to you, it's your time of harvest, the harvest is already there. Before he created Adam, he had made everything in place for Adam to come and, you know, enjoy. Before he does, you know, he just puts it in place. So, it's a month of harvest. It means he has set harvest. He has set it quite a lot. For those of you that have been going out, you know, for, for the turning, you know what I'm talking about. We know what I'm talking about. So, it's not only in the, in the harvest of soul. Harvest, harvest in every area of your life. God has set it in place. And that's why he said, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, this month of November is your month of harvest. It's my month of harvest. And your harvest will manifest bountifully in the name of Jesus. Number three, why he is the Lord of harvest. Because he's the Lord of harvest, you don't boast during harvest. You don't go about raising your shoulders. Can't you see what I have planted? Can't you see what I did? I did this, I did that. That's why my harvest is like this. He is the Lord of harvest. He is the Lord of So don't boast. Sowing and reaping is not a guarantee. You can sow, you can go. It's not a guarantee for harvest. It is not. But thank God because in this year of wonders, in this year of his wonders, and in this month of our harvest, no one will take your harvest in the name of Jesus. We will take, we will have our harvest. We will rejoice in that harvest in the name of Jesus. But be careful so that you don't go around 
There are laws of harvest. Behind these laws is a sovereign God. Miracles go beyond the laws. He is the one that has set it, but miracles go beyond it. The laws are to ensure the purpose of God, ensure that the purpose of God in our life is fulfilled. The laws is to ensure. An example is the story of Joseph. You know, from where he was coming, where he, Joseph was coming from, you would not expect him to get to where he is, where he, where he got to. But that just tells us that man may rule, but God can overrule. But God can change the rule to intervene in your situation and in my situation. So don't boast about it that I did something different. I did this, I did that. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Number four, we are moving quickly. Amen. He is the Lord of harvest. And so he can single you out for harvest. He can single you out for harvest. Just like he has picked fountain of love and said this year, this month, this is your month of harvest. He can single you out like that. In Genesis chapter 26 verse 12, God, you know, in the, 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 that chapter 26 speaks about Isaac. Isaac had the choice of either listening to God or going down to Egypt where others were going to because of famine. But God said to him, don't move. Stay where you are. And he stayed there. And the Bible tells us in verse 12 of Genesis 26 that then Isaac sowed in that land. The land, the same land that people have gone away from because of famine. He sowed in the and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. God can pick you out, even in the midst of all of us here. He can single you out and say, look, I want to show you what harvest is. And he will cause you to reap even a hundredfold. He is the Lord of harvest. He is the Lord of harvest. In any situation, no matter how dry the place is, no matter what people say about the area you're living, no matter what your circumstances are, when God decides to single you out, nothing can stop it from happening. He did it. He's done it. And he, is, he will continue to do it. If you are where God wants you to be, doing what he asks you to do, obeying his words and instructions, harvest will come to you. Harvest will be yours. You know, in that situation, many people left. They packed their things and said, we're going down to Egypt. When God has spoken... May you never go down to Egypt. May you never even, may, may the thought of going to Egypt never come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. When you think of the trouble of coming out of Egypt, and then because of a, a situation, then you say, I want to go back to Egypt. The Lord will deliver us. Number five. Number five. 
Number five reasons, five things that I saw why he is the Lord of harvest. He enriches you in everything. He enriches your harvest. Second Corinthians 9.10. Second Corinthians chapter 9 verse 10, please. And it says, now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. May he supply and multiply the seed you have sown in the mighty name of Jesus. And look at it. It says, says, supply and multiply the seed that you have sown. And do what? Increase the fruits of your righteousness. Enrich. Another translation says, enrich the fruits of your righteousness. You enrich it. Enriching it. Enriching it. He is the one. You know, you bring in the harvest. You go, you reap. You bring in the harvest. There's another thing to have the harvest. There's another thing to make the harvest rich. And that's what the Lord of the harvest can do. That's what he does. You know, you bring in the harvest. You, 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 you know, growing up in, in some part of the world, you, you, you saw people that you're just wondering, how comes they are really, they are flourishing. They bring in their crops. And year in, year out, you find out that they are doing better than others. What, you know why? I just discovered that it's because God enriches their harvest as well. That you stand, you see their crops. You can have the same seedling. You can fetch from the same bag of seedlings with them. But when you come and see their own harvest, you'll be wondering, but you got this seedling from me. Why? Because God has enriched. May every harvest that you get this year, may the Lord enrich it in the mighty name of Jesus. Because he is the Lord of harvest, not only does he increase for bountiful harvest, but he blesses the harvest. May he bless your harvest in the name of Jesus. But then when you are rich, when he has done so, when he has enriched you, he says it's for what? It's so that you will be, you will, you will be liberal, so that you will give one to others, so that you will have, not, that, not only that you will be at liberty, not only so that you will just be happy and free and open up. And like uh, our people say, so that you flange your, but it's so that also you will reach out to others who do not have, so that you will bless others also, so that you will come back and give him thanks. You know, some of us, when we have the harvest, and many of you, I'm sure you're witnesses to that. A lot of times, we cry and we say, Lord, come to me. Bless my harvest. Give me harvest. This and so on. We cry. We can fast 10, 10 days nonstop. You know, dry fast just for that harvest. But as soon as the harvest comes, that's the time that we no longer have time for the Lord of the harvest. But he is blessing us, not only with the harvest, he is blessing the harvest. Not only is he blessing, he is enriching it so that you will also reach out to others. So that you will come back to him and give him the thanks. In conclusion, when we recognize the Lord of harvest for who he is in our lives, we also embrace the fact that our harvest is something he gives to us to meet our needs. 
And so that was why when looking, looking at all of those five things, it was so that I will know and I will now recognize that he is the Lord of harvest. And he, he, he has given me all of that to meet my needs. So when we recognize it, it is so that we embrace, we embrace it. We embrace the fact that our harvest is something that God has given to us to meet our needs. It's not so that we take it and do other things and oppress others. It's not so that we take it and boast about ourselves rather than boasting in the Lord. It is, it is also something that he wants us to use to bless others, which I have said, and I will repeat it, to bless others. And he wants us to use that to give thanks unto him. When you get your harvest, don't, call, don't take it and run away. Come and give him thanks. Mm, it's important to give thanks. You know, some of us, we, we get so excited. And we're very easy to criticize the other nine lepers, isn't it? Who didn't come back to say thank you? But when you look at maybe the nine of them, if you check their circumstances, you, you, you could fall into, your own excuse could fall into one of their own excuses also. Because maybe one was hurrying to get back home and go and show himself back to his family. Maybe he's rushing back to go see his wife that he's not seen for some time, or his children. And the rest of them. So we always have one excuse. May we not have excuses to come back and give thanks to the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. We are going to pray. Hallelujah. We are going to pray. And could you please rise with me and let us pray. As we acknowledge this, our Lord of harvest. I want us to pray. We prayed this morning on harvest. We're still going to pray. And that's why I'm not taking, like I said, I didn't bother to go into what is harvest and the rest of it. I don't, so we're going to pray. We're going to just focus on the Lord of harvest. Hallelujah. So that whatever harvest we're looking up to, whatever harvest we're believing him for, that harvest, our focus will not be on man, but on God or the Lord of harvest himself. Yeah, the passage is still there. Second Corinthians 9.10. He says, now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food, supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. First, I want us to just appreciate God for this afternoon. Let's appreciate him for this, the, the few words that we have heard. I don't know which one you have taken. I don't know in what light you have seen this Lord of harvest. I don't know in what, what area you want him to come. I don't know what area of harvest you are looking forward to. But let's appreciate him. Let's appreciate God. Let's thank him. Let's say, Father, I thank you. Thank you that you remembered me this month. Thank you that you remembered us for harvest. Thank you, Lord, because, Father, you have thought of us and you have said, oh, Lord, to us that this is our month of harvest. Father, we say thank you. Lord, we say thank you. Hallelujah to you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Our second prayer is like this. We're going to pray. Father, can we pray? Let's pray. Father, may my supply of seed and bread to eat never cease in the name of Jesus. 
Let us pray. Lift up your voices and pray. Father, may my supply of seed, Lord, you supply seed to me. May that supply never cease. May it never end. May it never end. Lord, you who supply seed to me, you who, oh Lord, is the Lord of harvest. Father, let my supply never cease. Let me never run short of bread to eat. Lord, let me never run short of bread. Let my family never run short of bread. Lord, let nothing, oh God, as far as harvest is concerned, make me think of Egypt. Father Almighty, let my supply never cease. Let it never cease, let it never cease. Father, oh Lord, let bread continue to be available unto me. May I never lack, oh God, Lord, let me never lack bread to eat. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, Father, supply and multiply every seed. I have sown and increased the fruits of my righteousness. In the name of Jesus, let us pray. Let us pray. Father, supply, supply and multiply. Supply and multiply every seed I have sown. Father, every seed I have sown, supply and multiply it. Supply, oh God, and multiply the seeds. Father, continue to supply it and multiply it. Lord Almighty, every seed I have sown, Lord, multiply it, multiply it. Increase, oh God, the fruits of my righteousness. Increase the fruits, oh God, of my righteousness. Increase them, increase them. Every fruit I have, I, I, Lord of mine, Father, increase it. Every harvest of mine, Lord, increase it. Lord, increase it. Increase it, O oh Lord. Increase it, O oh Lord. Lord, increase it. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We're going to pray, Father, everywhere I have sown, let my harvest begin to come. Let it begin to come. Lord, wherever I have sown, where I have sown, let the harvest begin to come. Lord, let it begin to come. From the north, from the south, from the east, from the west. Lord, wherever I have sown, Lord, in the past and now, and wherever I am going to sow, let there be harvest. Let it come, O God. Let it come. Let harvest come to me. Father, let harvest come. Let my harvest come. Let my harvest come, O God. Let my harvest come. Lord, let my harvest. My harvest, O God, O Lord, is, 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 is an indication of my labor. Father, let it come. Let it come. Let it come. Lord, we let it come. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And we're going to pray, Father, blessed every harvest of mine and enrich it in the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Every harvest I bring, Father, bless it. Bless it, O God. Bless it, O God. Lord, bless it and enrich it. Bless it, O God. Every harvest, O God. Every harvest from now onward. Lord, let it be blessed. Bless it, O God. Bless it, O God. Oh Lord, bless every harvest. Bless every harvest of mine. Every harvest you give me, Lord, bless it, O God. Bless it, O God. Bless it, O God. And Lord, let me be a blessing unto others also. Lord, as you bless my harvest, let me bless others also. As you bless my harvest, Lord, let me bless others. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, 
we have prayed. Father, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for your word that you have sent to us. Thank you for speaking unto us. Father Almighty, we pray that you give us the grace to constantly recognize you as the Lord of harvest. Father Almighty, I pray wherever, oh God, wherever our harvest has delayed, Father Almighty, we pray, we make demands upon heavens. Father, cause it to run to us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. Hallelujah to you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Sorry, before I go down, those of you who were not around during the workers' meeting, there was a For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.